Hello and welcome to Let me bore you to sleep My name is Jason Newland Only listen when you can safely close your eyes Didn't really rhyme, did it? Didn't, 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 didn't really rhyme So, oh, my website is jasonnewland.com Let's see if it's still running. I don't know. Have the bills been paid? Yep, it's still running. That's interesting. August the 21st. You are wonderful. August the 22nd. August the 21st, August the 22nd, that's strange, the first one at the top of the page is something from the 21st of August, yeah there's other recordings from the 23rd of August that are lower down, that's very weird, I don't understand it, never mind. Doesn't really matter, I guess. Uh, I wonder if I press that. Cannot open the page because the address is invalid. Okay, fair enough. Facebook. Does it open my Facebook on my website? Facebook, 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 Facebook. Mm, no, that's to share, isn't it? What about Jason Newman's boring group? So look, Facebook group. Yep, opens up there. 119 members. Wow. Um, <laughs> someone left me a message. And I forget where it is. It's about one of my non-stop smoking sessions. And for some reason, I can't find it. I don't know where it is. It, I saw it, at least unless I was dreaming. Sometimes I dream things. I call them uh, dreams. And... Yeah. Ah, well. So, it's August the 25th, 2023, Friday... It's 19.07pm o'clock in the evening. It is actually my brother's birthday today. And tomorrow, the 26th of August, it is my birthday. So my brother's eight years younger. He's 45 today and I'm fifth today. <laughs> so happy birthday to me blah 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 you've had you've got your bone to play with Vinny oh he can smell treats in my pocket just trying to get to them he's such a little thief I do I quite like that about him though do you want a bit of banana do you like banana I can't remember do you like banana he just looked at me in disgust. Why are you giving me that thing? What is it? I mean, what 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 do you expect me to do with it? I mean, the only good thing is you haven't given me any lube with it. Like, no, lube, you're just rude. Stop it. So yeah, my YouTube channel has gone down from one thousand thirty-seven subscribers to one thousand thirty-six. What have I done wrong? What have I done wrong? Please forgive me. Please. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a very, very slow day today on the on the podcast front. Uh, okay, I suppose not like hugely bad, but yesterday I got 11,000 downloads. Which still isn't like a huge amount, but I didn't, I haven't made any recordings since the, I think it was the 21st 
or 22nd. So two days and today I didn't make any recordings for two days, two or three days. So I got 10,314 on the Wednesday and 11,021 yesterday downloads. And today so far, 7,338. It's, I mean, that could still be 10,000 plus because it's only seven o'clock. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1. It's still six hours left until the cut-off period at 1 p.m. or 1 a.m. So I suppose I'm just moaning about nothing, but... It's still quite low. I just... If I get less than 10,000, I'm just... I don't, I don't like it. I just don't like it. It's, it took me so long to get over the 10,000 to break that ceiling of 10,000 I just kind of expect to reach it and maybe that's maybe that's the wrong attitude I don't know but I do expect to get more than 10,000 in a day <laughs> not that I deserve more than 10,000 but and I've got at least 300 people listen to me Finny why has he got to make so much noise I've had five birthday cards. I think it's the most I've ever had for years. And so that's not exciting, but it's, you know, it's nice that I've got five cards. And birthdays are weird. I don't know. Yesterday, I really wasn't well, like emotionally not very well I, and I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know what it was I don't know if it's I am going to basically he's got a wrapper not not a <laughs> not a not a musician wrapper um, he's got one of his pouches of food and he's basically trying to find any little morsel now I could just give him his food but I'm not going to do that till later because mind you if he's hungry it would make sense to give him his food wouldn't it yeah I'm going to give him his food yeah that's what I'll do what do you want okay I gave him the food but it's <laughs> It's not in the format that he wants it to be in. And he's not touched it. It's basically, it's in a, it's in a, it's in a mug. Because I didn't have a bowl to put it in. So half of it's in a mug, half of it was in the wrapper. And I, you know, I gave it to him half of it in the wrapper yesterday. I say yesterday, it was about half two this morning. And... Was it three? Six, it was six. It was something. It was this morning, anyway. And he's not touching the food. That's, maybe because it's been in the fridge, so it's probably a bit cold for him. It's not frozen. That's the freezer. Although some things do freeze in the fridge if the fridge is too cold. But generally, it's not too cold because it's a fridge. But if someone, if something touches the back of the fridge, sometimes the back freezes over, and then part of the item might freeze. You know, like a cucumber or eggs, things like that. Sometimes they freeze. But there's hardly anything in the fridge. So I don't think that's really an issue, to be honest, at this point in time. But maybe maybe he's just leaving it to, you know, warm up a little bit before he eats it. Or perhaps he just wants it in a wrapper. And he doesn't, he's not happy that it's not in a wrapper because he likes, he seems to like the, the scavenging thing. So I'll give it to him. I cut the sides of the wrapper so we can get into it. 
and you know he'll kind of it's almost like he's been in a bin and he's got it out and it's fresh food it's fresh dog food but it's part of the fun of doing it I just give him the food in a bowl that, that bores him is it just I don't know I don't know what it is with him he, he loves to he loves to turn things into to, to games I guess which is something I quite admire about him because I could do with being a bit more like him in that way to you know to be able to, to be able to get pleasure out of the most mundane pointless things like eating and some would say, what do you mean? Eating's lovely. I'm not a foodie. I'm gen- genuinely not a foodie. Uh, even with things like a takeaway. If I get a pizza or... You know, I'll enjoy the first couple of slices. Like really, ooh. You know, it'll be, it'll be, ooh, a bit nice. But to be honest, after that, it's just food again. So I'm not not really a big foodie. I don't I don't enjoy cooking, which is it's why I don't cook. You know, I don't I don't eat that much cooked food. I'm not I don't eat raw food. But I'm pretty much a vegetarian these days. So I got some frozen things in the freezer that I'll, that I'll cook. Um, I have sandwiches and things like that, cheese sandwiches, and I get stuff from the petrol station, sandwiches and baguettes and whatever. But yeah. Don't tell me that was boring. It was not boring. That was exciting stuff. Come on. That was exciting stuff. So, yeah, I'll be 50. Uh, I'll let you work it out. I was born 1970. 1970. Okay, let's have a little look because I don't know if I'm going to make a recording tomorrow. I'm seeing my dad um, for lunch and then... and. I will then, I'm having an early night tonight, so I like to listen to the radio at nine. I do wonder, am I just getting old? But I don't think it's about that. I just, there's a few things I enjoy doing. And I think, well, why not not do it? You know, I like listening. There's a, a legal hour on LBC radio and the presenter is very impatient with people. It just makes me laugh because people he's he's very he's very upfront. Get to the point. He tells people before they even call, get to the point. I've got lots of callers to get through, and he they they bring his their legal issue to him. Uh, it's usually um, for what do what do you call it? Uh, I can't remember the name. It, I mean, it's all, it could be all kinds of things, but often it's to do with consumer consumer rights and laws and stuff. So, but even though he gives that warning right at the beginning, continuously throughout the show, even at the beginning of most calls, most callers seem to still go on and on and on and on and it's kind of funny hearing him get frustrated I don't know why it's just because they know he's going to get frustrated and he ends up he he's not rude but he ends up maybe sounding a bit short and he's like what are you actually calling for what he and I feel, I feel, I do, I feel a little bit for the callers because, you know, they know what they're calling for. But suddenly, I know it's a radio, but they've still suddenly got the, a light shining on them. And they know that a lot of people are listening to their voice. 
and it's a very unnatural setting for, for most people I imagine and on top of that they need to be concise and quick with their to the point question it's, it's, a, it's difficult but it's kind of funny to listen to and I don't know if people do it on purpose but it seems that some people go in there and they really stretch it out they start talking about their grandkids and how their how their son went to Disney World in 1983 um, but wasn't able to get a hat so they went back and like what's that got to do with the price of your electricity bill like no it's got nothing to do with that but just letting you know like just what it's kind of funny and then uh, Nick uh, what's his name he's on uh, at 10 o'clock 10 to 1 LBC Nick is is my his head is is Nick's not Nick Ferrari does Nick Ferrari have a but Nick Abbott that's it Nick Abbott Nick Abbott I used to listen to LBC's James O'Brien overtakes Nick Nick Ferrari as what's this though as as radio audiences oh okay so LBC's James O'Brien overtakes Nick Ferrari as radio audiences tune in later latest figures show changes changed listening habits as well as commercial stations appeal to younger audiences like me I guess they're talking about young young people like me Um. I'd, this is 2022. Shall I tell you what? One of the reasons, I think. What year was this? Article more than a year ago. Oh, maybe. Trying National hits. Um, let's have a look. This article was updated on the 3rd of February 2022 to correct when the BBC is putting episodes of some shows. Okay. Updated on a 3rd. So this is over a year ago. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I listened to Nick Abbott. Is Nick Abbott leaving LBC? I am resigning because of something that has absolutely nothing to do with me, as opposed to my total failure in the job. What? He's still there, though. He's still there. Nick Abbott says, I am resigning because of something that has, uh, no, has, has absolutely nothing to do with me, as opposed to my total failure in the job and the absence of prospects that I will come out of it looking good if I go on another minute. I'll keep the lordship, though. I think he's not talking about leaving his job. He's uh, referring to a... politician, possibly... Prime Minister, maybe? Uh, yeah. Possibly. <laughs> this was... What was that? 1960. His birthday was the 22nd of August, 1960. Happy birthday, Nick Abbott. So you are exactly 10 years and 4 days older than moi. So you're... 92. Congratulations. Nick Abbott lost his patience with his LB, this LBC corner. Let's have a look. What does it say? Lost. Oh, is it going to be a. Why should be returned? There was a really funny. Um, 
let me read it, listen to it. I think it was on LBC. Funny caller to Farage. Okay. Nigel Farage, who's... Um, I'll read it to you. Okay, I'll read it to you. He gets trolled live on air. Okay, this is a while back. It's a very funny call. Uh, so, a caller called up. If you don't know who Nigel Farage is, he was um, very, very, very uh, a big influence on getting the whole Brexit thing uh, talked about and eventually I don't know why but eventually put into you know a referendum can't really understand why it happened so he's you know he's, he's got a, a various he's got a varied audience of people some that are big fans and some not so much because without getting into Brexit I know some people have emotional views about such topics but from the remaining perspective from what I've heard people say and what I've realised myself is It is if you if you wanted to travel, it's just harder. It's it's not as easy to travel around as it used to be, to go between countries and you know because Europe was just one big place, one country, not the whole of Europe, but you know a lot of it, and it was just classed as wasn't one big country, but one big place you could just visit and go through and through the borders you still I think you still need passports but it's not it was there it's just easier it was easier for people sending stuff and transporting stuff and um, you know cargo and things like that there's less red tape and whatever I don't know all the ins and outs so some people are not a big fan anyway this bloke phoned up and this was live so Farage and this is funny because I was watching him the other day he's now on GB News and he went to the advert and someone had spelt his name wrong <laughs> it's his TV show and someone had spelt his name F-A-R F-A-R-G-E or F, yeah, something like that. So I've missed out the A, it says Farge. Um, no one seemed to notice. So this person phoned in. So you could say Nigel Farage is like the right, quite right wing. <laughs> Understatement. Uh, but, you know, everyone's got their own thing they like, so yeah, I'm not here to, to judge the man. But he's uh, pretty famous in this country. So someone phoned him up and said, uh, Hi Nigel. Hello, how are you? Oh, I, I can't do his voice. And the caller said, these are the words he said. Um, I'm immensely grateful to you for everything you've done in British politics over the last few years. This is Mark who told Mr Farage before explaining how he had switched sides onto the Brexit debate. So he said... Uh, I used to be an ardent remainder, Remainer. I voted Remain. I believed in the European project. I believed that staying in the European Union was the best thing for us. So Mr Farage, Nigel started nodding along and Mark told him, and this is a phone call, Mark said, then something monumental happened. And Mr. Farage, speaking on Tuesday night, then asked, So, and what was that mon monumental thing, Mark? 
And Mark responded with, I was kicked in the head by a horse. And I'm not doing it justice. It's very funny the way the call was, because it was, the timing was perfect. If I didn't know better, I'd say it was planned. But I don't think, I'm not sure if he has a sense of humour about himself to do something like that. Because you'd have to, wouldn't you? You'd have to be... Oh, blimey. I've just seen something that I forgot I liked. Sophie Loren. No, I'm not saying... I'm not about... I've just seen this an article and it's got Sophie... Sophie... Sophie Loren. Sophie Loren's there. Sophie Loren. I wonder what that's all about. What... The most sensational was the Miss Hurst Golden Shifter and the Hurstesses. I've never heard of that before. Oh. Um. Anyway, it's one of these things on just comes up that's got nothing to do with anything. Helen Mirren, 1967. Right, Vinny just started shouting again just then. Getting excited because someone downstairs opened a door. Imagine getting excited over someone opening a door. Or someone walking past the building. I mean, I don't even get excited when someone knocks on the front door. He loses his mind. It's like it's the most exciting thing that's ever happened any time ever to anyone. Someone's at the door. Wow. And he knows who it is anyway, because if it's someone that he knows, he knows the person. He can smell them, hear them, smell them, whatever. And my friend, if it's a if it's someone that I know, he his barking gets higher and higher and higher to the point where my ears start vibrating he's uh, it's very very excited very very excited bless him Charlie's Angels remember that anyone what is it about the 1970s, early 1980s? It was something, without getting... I'm not one of those that, like, everything brilliant happened that was in the 70s or the 80s and nothing good's happened since, you know, uh, no good songs been made since 1985. I'm not, I'm not one of them kind of people because it's not true. But... Some of those shows, I watch them now, and like they, they start showing the Six Million Dollar Man. I don't know when it started being called the Bionic Man, but the Six Million Dollar Man is they're showing that in the early evenings, I think now, and or afternoon. I, I forget. It's very slow. It's not what it's not how I remember it. I remember it being like full of action, and there is action, but it's there's a lot of dialogue, there's a lot of acting involved, and it's very different from today's kinds of stuff. It's I guess they couldn't rely on special effects like they used to, like they do, well, like they can now if they want to. Um, They couldn't have made Game of Thrones, really, in the late 70s or early 80s because it wasn't written, was it, at that point? But even if it had been written, I don't, I mean, the effects would have been... I don't know. I mean, it may be if Spielberg did it, or 
uh, what's his name from Star Wars. But I look at some of the monsters from the early 80s and I look at Clash of the Titans and I loved that movie. Absolutely loved it. But it still was, now compared to now, the, the effects were not great compared to now. Back then they were brilliant effects. But Star Wars was a lot more because they had creatures and stuff on there but even if you look at the early Star Wars and you know the the big things that used to with the big long legs that um, they'd ride in the desert and I mean they they didn't look very real <laughs> to be fair I mean I'm, I'm not hating upon Star Wars I'm not but the effects <clears throat> brilliant for that time but there's something about it though because if you know something doesn't exist so you see something like right, uh, Godzilla for example or King Kong they don't look real anyway because they're not real they don't look real because you know they're not real It does that make sense like it's, it's something not real, it's not real. It's, it's fun. I mean, there's a new Meg 2. Smeg, Meg or Smeg, Meg. With uh, Jason Stratham. Statham, Stratham. He's uh, doing that. And the first one was fun. Just about just a giant shark, really. But it's fun, it's silly. And it's nice to watch silly stuff sometimes. It's not going to change your life, but I don't think all movies are supposed to do that. I hope not, because uh, otherwise I've been I've been watching them wrongly. Linda Vaughn. Linda Vaughn is an American motor racing personality who has been described as the preeminent beauty queen of stock car racing, the first lady of motorsports. She's 80 years old, born in 1943. Blimey. No, I don't know, I've never heard of her before, but it just, this thing came up about her. And she was, I don't know how famous she was in America, but she seemed famous. I don't know, he's a rock star. Um, I don't know how big that kind of racing is. In or was in America or is in America? Stock car racing is it? Is it? Is it big over there? Stock car racing is it big? Stock car racing is a form of automobile racing run on overall oval tracks. And road courses measuring approximately blah blah whatever. Why do people? What is the biggest stock? Finish. Yes. Well, who? What is the biggest stock car race? The Daytona 500. And that's in. I guess. Is it being Daytona? Um. How fast do they go? How fast is the F1 car? 80 to 90 miles an hour, so they're not fast. So I wonder why... Why are they so popular? Are stock cars faster than F1? Of course they're not. F1 can go up to 160. Oh no. F1 cars can reach 200 miles an hour in just 9, six, nine seconds. NASCAR vehicles will only attain 160 miles an hour. Is NASCAR part of the... Oh. How fast can stock car, stock car go? So NASCAR's stock car racing began in the 1940s. So they can reach... They're just saying this. It's just saying wrong things all the time. 
they're saying different things. So they can say it can go up to 200 miles an hour. Is Formula E faster than Formula 1? Formula 1 cars are faster. With a top speed of 230 miles an hour. FE cars as 200 miles an hour. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Is stock car racing. There. Surely there'd be. I mean if it's a race. And. Is cars racing against each other. The fastest car. I'm guessing. Has an advantage. I'm guessing has a big advantage. Over the ones that are slower. In fact. Providing you. Get the lead and you can drive. The fastest car should win every time. But then I don't know if the stock cars can bash each other or not. Because that's then that's a different thing, isn't it? If you, cause I know that F1, you can block a car from going. You see, I've seen them and they're just like, they stay in front, but they block the car from overtaking them. Which is flipping dangerous, I'm guessing. But... But then if cars are racing, they need to all be the same speed, don't they? Otherwise, it's not the driver that's winning, it's the car that's winning. Because if, if one car can go 50 miles an hour faster than the other cars, then that's an unfair advantage. I mean... And it's amazing I can have, I have a very strong opinion on something I know nothing about other than what I've learnt right now. Didn't even know what they were. Stock car racing. I thought that was when people just banged into each other and tried to crash each other and stuff. Is that not right? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Briska Formula One stock cars. St stock car racing. Okay, let's see what the rules are. Stock car racing is a form of automobile racing run on oval tracks and road courses. Blah, blah. It originally used to. It originally used production model cars. Hence the name stock car. Ah. I'm making it, I understand. Uh, but is now run using cars specifically built for racing. It originated in the southern United States. Its largest governing body is NASCAR. Its NASCAR Cup Series is the premier top level series of professional stock car racing Australia Canada New Zealand Mexico Brazil and the United Kingdom also have forms of stock car racing Top level races typically range between 200 and 600 miles. Um, that's 322 to 966 kilometers in length. Top level stock cars exceed 200 miles per hour, 322 kilometers at speedway tracks and on super speedway tracks such as Daytona International Speedway and Talladega Super Speedway or Talladega uh, Contemporary NASCAR spec top level cars produce maximum power outputs of 860 to 900 HP. I got no idea 
what that means. It's a horse horsepower, isn't it? Horsepower. Still don't know what it means though. They're not, they're not horses, are they? I mean, what is a horsepower? And they're naturally a spirited V8 engines. Okay, still not sure. Uh, in October 2007, American race car driver Russ Wicks set a speed record for stock cars in a 2007 season Dodge Charger. Uh, he reached a specific a maximum speed of 244.9 miles per hour, 391.1 kilometers at Bonneville Speedway. Uh, none of that really sunk in. I mean, I'm, have I learned anything from that? Uh, okay, they used to use just cars, normal cars, that hadn't been played with. That's not probably the right word, but... Um, hadn't had any adjustments conversions you know hadn't been souped up hadn't had the engine changed just a normal car like a Ford Cortina and maybe a Mini Metro would all be you know racing each other perhaps it says that in the early years, in the 1920s, moonshine runners during the Prohibition era would often have to outrun the authorities. So to do so, they had to upgrade their vehicles while leaving them looking ordinary, not as oh, so as not to attract attention. Eventually, runners started getting together with fellow runners and making runs together. They would challenge one another and eventually progress to organised events in the early 1930s. So, they upgraded their vehicles internally, leaving them looking ordinary on the outside so as not to garner attention from the police and then they started racing each other in the street hmm okay um, no one's going to notice that the main problem racing faced was the lack of a unified set of rules among the different tracks when Bill France SR saw this problem, he set up a meeting at the Streamline Hotel in order to form an organisation that would unify the rules. So then NASCAR was formed in France in 1948 to regulate stock car racing in the US. Why was it formed in France and not in America? If it's formed to regulate stock car racing in the US, you'd think it would be the regulations would have been created in the US. I don't know, it's weird, you know. And what do I know though? There, there was a requirement that any car entered be made entirely of parts available to the general public through automobile dealers. Additionally, the cars had to be models that had sold more than 500 units to the public. Ah, so that's where they got the idea, stock car. So it, they had to be regular cars, but you could change the bits around, but they had to be available for the general public also to buy. That's what I'm getting from this. Uh, this is referred to as homologation. Homo homologation. Homologation. 
homologation. I really don't know what that word means. Let's just click on it. Homologation. In motorsports, homologation is the type approval process through which a vehicle, a racetrack or a standardized part is required to go for certification to race in a given league or series. The process of testing and certification for conformance to technical standards is usually known as type approval in English language jurisdictions. The re- oh, I'm so bored. Um, I don't even know what type approval means. Type approval. Type approval or certificate of conformity is granted to a product that meets a minimum set of regulations, uh, technical and safety requirements. Okay, cool. Okay, that makes sense now. Let's go back. Please, no. Can we just move on? No, there's still more. No, no more, no more. No, there's still more. Come on. It's okay. Everything's going to be fine. Um, yeah, I'm bored with this now, so I'm not going to bother. Not bit everyone know the end. No, there is no end. It's just, it's, it's good. It's. I didn't realise. I mean, isn't it weird that you go on Google and you search for something? First of all, they can go eighty miles an hour, stock car races, stock cars. And then it ends up that one's actually broken a record of 240 miles an hour. And the average is about 200 miles an hour. So if I'd have just gone for my first find, the first fact that I thought was a fact, I'd have been going, spending the rest of my days telling people, walking around telling people that the cars in stock car racing go 80 miles an hour. And I'd have been wrong. But then other people would have listened to it. Some would have perhaps denied it, argued. Some people may know the truth and said, no, they can go much faster than that because I actually am a racing car driver in a stock car racing stock car thingy. And some people wouldn't know and they just take it on because it's an unimportant fact. Yet they might pass that on to someone else who passes it on to someone else. And suddenly you've got half the world believing something that isn't true. Hmm. Sounds believable, doesn't it? Could happen. Could happen. It could. It could. It would. It should. It has. Wow, that's interesting to me. It's interesting to me. Oh, that's very strange. Analytics custom. So yesterday, it was 20... 20 July, August, 24th, 25th, 25th. Okay, it's only giving me the 24th, so let's go to 24th. Selected period 38. Okay, don't worry. I'm just looking at the the stats for the YouTube. So you got my attention back. I'm just having a look. Just having a look. Happy birthday to... Oh, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Happy birthday indeed. Blimey. Yeah, so I might not make a podcast tomorrow because I'm seeing my dad. Well, I have to go to the pet shop, get some food for this little fella. Got lunch with the parents and then I've got... I've got boxing in the the evening. So we're watching boxing in the evening. 
and then I'll go to bed and I've got boxing again I might not get up in time but there's boxing early hours in the morning on Sunday so I'll have an early night tonight so I'll be in bed in about an hour probably so this might not even go out until tomorrow so I might just call it happy birthday to me even though I did it on Friday it is 8 o'clock in the evening and yes it might not be released till tomorrow so I'm sorry I'm not sorry sorry but yeah it might not be out till tomorrow but uh Hopefully, hopefully, from next week, get back to, you know, regular daily recordings. You know, I do aim to do recordings daily, but sometimes I just can't. You know, sometimes I'm unable to for various different reasons. And, you know, just got to go, go with what happens and try and work within the situation. But, uh, yeah, I'll try, try to. So, that, I do believe, is it, my friend. <laughs> so, thank you for listening. Remember to be kind to yourself. Mm. I'll have a cheese sandwich and a cup of tea. That's going to be my, my dinner. So remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy. Be gentle with yourself. Lots of love. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.